Welcome, everybody, to episode 161 of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm back. Hello. It's been a while since I've seen all of you. And I'm joined by Pat. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. And Chance. What to do? Well, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We're a gaming podcast named Entertain as well. Where's Rick? Uh, oh, where is Rick? Uh, Rick is um, in a play, and I don't know if that's the reason why he's missing today. Um, when are we going to that? No. By the way, what is the day? Next next Friday is not a podcast night. Okay, next Friday. Okay, cool. next Friday. I just want to like make eight. sure I don't have anything. Okay, that's fine. I just got need to make sure I don't make plans on that day. That's going to be December eighth. Put it in Casey's calendar so you know. You gonna uh, buy a ticket? Mind, yeah. Do we need to buy tickets? I thought yeah. he was like the star. He he can't just get his VIP passes. <laughs> you don't think it's like for charity or some shit? <laughs> oh no, no, we can't be supporting charities during the holiday times. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. If it's, I'm sure it's for for a wonderful cause. Yeah, um, it's to feed the thirsty. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I had nothing. <laughs> I was in trouble in that sentence. In that sentence, like four words in. <laughs> Uh, uh the thirsty that's a good one that might be quote worthy <laughs> <laughs> um all right so everybody just sit back relax and get ready to level up your gaming knowledge as we discuss the week's biggest gaming news game reviews and impressions and talk about the gaming industry in general of course we don't only discuss games we occasionally talk about movies tv shows we're in december so it's becoming yeah. festive our favorite christmas treats I refuse to answer that question, but what is the, the first movie you remember seeing in a movie theater? Why what? are you changing the so subject? We're just changing the subject? Why are you changing the question? Because we're not a Christmas pod. Come on, don't do it's this. It's festive. I mean, you don't necessarily need, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Christmas. I mean, I mean it could just be like treats that, you know, like do you like peppermint yeah. stuff, like gingerbread, I like I hate all of that. Uh, eggnog or mm. like... Nope. Uh, what do you I mean, eat? What do you, what do you eat in December? Time. I, I, yeah. I don't eat in December. I fast. You fast? Oh, shut the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Christmas treats, Snickerdoodles, I guess. But even yeah, those, after like one, I'm like, give me a fucking chocolate chip. You know? You know what I'm saying? You're allowed to have chocolate chip cookies at any time. Like, why? Yeah. Are you, why but, are you starving yourself of chocolate chip cookies? Well, first I'm of all, I'm on keto. So. I mean, Snickerdoodles are the Snickerdoodles are the superior cookie, but what? Oh yeah, are you insane? Nah, Snickerdoodles over chocolate chip. Uh, Casey says the first movie I ever saw was Oliver and the Company, but I was a baby. baby. Oh yeah, I guess she's just say Christmas movie. Maybe that'd be a better one. Like, what kind of Christmas movie do you like? Die Hard, hundred percent. First of all, Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard. I will die on the hill where people say it's not a Christmas movie. I'll fight them on that. You don't need to die on the hill. We can just stand on it. I like, I like, I like, I hard on the hill. (laughs) I like listening. I like watching the same movie that I like. There's the nightmare before Christmas. The Jim Carrey Grinch movie. On, on chance's point, I prefer the animated Grinch over Jim Carrey's Grinch. I mean, I like both, but I just like, um, or home alone. I like home. We're just talking about this. Home alone's classic. I love that in the Grinch they added the the hot neighbor or whatever as the Grinch's love interest. They're like, we got to keep the parents entertained somehow. Oh yeah, when she gets on the cannon, and uh, she like does uh, like the Christmas lights. 
<laughs> on like the turret, like Christmas light turret. That, that was a uh, core memory for chance there. <laughs> core memory unlocked. Go, go, Zach. Yeah. Go with what? The rest <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> Move on to the next oh, thing. Okay. We've talked about I'm, this enough. Not either, to be honest. Like, see what happens when Rick's not here. I will yeah, say, really- last week when you weren't here, or whatever, two weeks ago when you weren't here. It was like the smoothest pod. Like we, we started, we kept on pace, and we finished. Because Rick and Chris don't speak. They spoke. Rarely. They they just they they know their place. Oh my god! (laughs) They know their place. (laughs) I like to engage in discourse. It is mean and rude to Discord. We stream on Discord. No, we're having a discourse. We are having a discourse, and this is why the things never move on with any sort of relative ease. Because you just have to be this way. You, you have, have to, to have be the last way. word, all right? Because Chance and Rick aren't going to push back on your bullshit. I'll put back. <laughs> it's because we know our play sack. We just stay yeah. quiet. Okay, yeah. So you're just a sack of meat for him to beat over and over again. <laughs> More like a, I don't know. More like a sack of something else. <laughs> uh. I don't know if Casey is referring to you or me, and I guess that says a lot about the both of us. That could could certainly be applicable to both of us. But anyway, regardless, this week we'll be discussing our video game backlogs. But first, what have you been playing? Uh, Pat, let's start with you. It's been a relative... Well, I, I, I guess... We're talking about two weeks, so um, well, actually, yeah, even two weeks. I, I talked about beating Baldur's Gate last podcast, right? Time is a flat circle, and I don't remember. I think I did. So I, I bet I beat Baldur's Gate before the last podcast. Since then, I've only really played Spider Man, and uh, I started Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder is so nostalgic, even though they've like upgraded everything. It's kind of like what you remember Mario three or you know super mario world to be with like the nostalgia filter like if you go back and play mario 3 on like the game boy it's gonna look you know it's not gonna have the quality of life improvements animations are gonna be very you know lackluster and things like that but playing mario wonder is that same feeling but they've updated everything to make it like a common day game like a modern day game and it's it's so fun and it's just like the the perfect bite size amount. I was playing in the waiting room uh, while we were waiting for my mom's surgery. Uh, I played at home in between, like you know, helping her out and stuff. So that's that's a really good game to kind of pick up and play whenever you can. Um, and then Spider Man, I've been playing. I've been trying to put more time into Spider Man, and it's been it's been hard. And I blame Insomniac for that because what the fuck is like you knew what we didn't want from a Spider-Man game based on our feedback from oh, Spider-Man wow. 2018. Like we didn't really want the, the Mary Jane sections because they slowed down the, the, the pace. And, you know, we, we, we want to play as Spider-Man. We don't want to you know do all this random bullshit stuff and fucking I'm more than, I'm assuming more than halfway into Spider-Man and there's been a bunch of Mary Jane missions and this time they gave her a gun and they made it like a third person action game, like third person stealth action game. So I'm going around and I'm 
using this stun gun to incapacitate. I don't know if Zach's frozen or if he's just really good I'm, at being still right now. I'm frozen. I'm I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. <laughs> the, the, the look on your face was just complete, like, <laughs> unimpressed. <laughs> Sorry. But, this is the the perfect look for what i'm talking about um yeah you have a a stun gun and you're just walking through on these stealth areas to try and like navigate uh craven the hunters like hideout and like sneak past a bunch of people if they catch you it's not an instant fail but the the second they see you they're going to shoot you with a uh a sleep dart and if they shoot you with two sleep darts it's over so if they shoot you with one sleep dart, you you better start dodging. And if there's more than one person, there's they're gonna get you. So it's not really fun. It slows down the action. And I'm like, I'm trying to play a Spider Man. Why am I doing this Mary Jane section, which does not it does not seem fun. And then you know I played a Spider Man for a bit, and then all of a sudden now I'm Peter, just Peter, not Spider Man. I'm Peter Parker dressed as a waiter, walking through this uh, again uh, like a hotel room filled with. Craven the Hunters people, and I'm like, this is not why I'm playing Spider-Man. So it's like, there's there's fun in there, the traversal, the gameplay, all of that is fun, but playing just the main story, at least at the pace I've been playing, there's so many moments that just grind the action to a halt, and I'm like, like why why include these sections? Make these sections skippable. Oh, and and it wasn't just that. Other uh, story missions I'm playing, they they make you play as a spider bot, trying to stealth through mm-hmm. a fucking thing. It's it's like a collapsed building or something. Have yeah. you played multiplayer yet? <clears throat> There's no multiplayer. Exactly. <laughs> Even <laughs> if there was, <laughs> but Dude, how awesome would it be to be like Spider Man and Miles Morales and Spider Gwen? Like you can play like two or three player multiplayer or co-op. That'd I mean, would it be anything like Baldur's Gate with you guys? Because that would be absolute shit. <laughs> no, that was with fucking Michael. And yeah, plus, you didn't disastrous. know how to play the game. You were just confused. No, you were just so, the game didn't yeah, tell us how to you were, play it. You're like, how do I play? I don't know what's happening. Fuck this game. And you got <laughs> off you and guys... you ended up loving the game. Yeah, when it like teaches me how to play, but it didn't have tutorials on when we were playing multiplayer. But now you know how to play. And you guys are rushing through. Michael's not going to play with us. I I, I just want to say I was not trying to rush through. I was like actively running between people trying to see what the fuck was going on. You guys guys weren't even communicating (laughs) stuff's happening. The three of you are in a cutscene, and I'm just walking around in the back like, okay, you guys are just standing here. What do I do? do I jumped into a cutscene and you severed my arm off. And then I didn't know what I was doing. Too. You, you went into the cutscene. Did I? <laughs> Pat went into the cutscene where the goblins were trying to get into the druids area. Remember that? Like we were like trying to do something. And you ran into that area and started a cutscene. We're like, what the fuck's going on? Like we're not even near you. <laughs> say that we're all to blame for how that went. I don't think yeah, any I single blame. person. If we're gonna blame anybody, we're blaming Michael. <laughs> like, well, blame. Okay, look. So Michael, 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 like if we were to play, I would stick with the group. Yeah, I mean, because like everything's important. Everything everybody does contributes to what we might have to do. So it's important, even if you have to understand. You guys want to try again for a stream? I would love to try again. Like I would stick with the group and be like, let's stay together. Especially now that Pat has a lot of experience. He has the most experience out of all of us. He's gotten the furthest. Was that? Is that your dog? No, but just. I just had a couple boxes tip over. I'm gonna have to go fix oh, that. The ghost is that a ghost? <laughs> you might want to. Clo- I mean, I can see little. Never mind. 
Shut up. I, say that I saw a. I saw one. I saw a um, an orb. But anyway, uh, back to Spider Man. I don't know how we got on that tangent. Um, but yeah, Spider Man's been. It's been challenging to kind of consistently play. Uh, I do want to get back to it. We'll talk more about it in our backlog, but that is pretty much everything I've played. Obviously, more Marvel Snap because that's that's super fun still. Um, but I have not really played anything else, and there's a lot I do want to play. Uh, Chance, what have you been playing? Uh, well, what game do you are you looking to play next? We're going to talk about it for our topic of show. Oh, okay. Uh, Did you read okay, well, I th- I thought it'd be interesting to add that what whatever. I guess I'll do it to mine. Um so what I've been playing. Um I'm still playing Cyberpunk 2077. I have 45 hours in my this is like my second or third save. Um I once again completed all side quests and I've been I'm just doing nothing but main story thing? quests. Are you doing the main thing again I've, or is this the DLC? No, I've already I haven't done the DLC yet. You restarted. You restarted again. My, oh one my, of my God. Saves, so yeah, I restarted again, completed all the side quests again, um, and then I've, I've, I've actually started doing more of the main story quests. Um, but I have you know more side deal. missions unlock when you do. I said no, no, yeah, as you level up, which I'm already level fifty, and I'm already level fifty. Like, but as you and, meet characters in the main story, they start giving you side quests. Well, we'll find that out because I literally have done every <laughs> fucking side quest. Okay. Um, and um, also, I didn't know with the DLC. Also, you go to level sixty. Um, I didn't know that. Um, so you can new actually update. Oh, new updates next week on Cyberpunk two point one. They say a lots of cool stuff is coming. See, they're already still upgrading the game. Like fucking awesome. So I'm um, gonna wait to play. Yeah, so I'm gonna continue to play. The game is amazing. Um, so I've been playing that. I'm gonna continue to play that, and I actually want to play the story missions. Uh, get further into that. I have. I, I legit have had to have had like 100 hours in Cyberpunk. Um, uh, another game that Zach will mention that there's been two games that we've been playing together recently. Um, we played Fall Guys for like a second. That I mean, with just me, Michael and Zach. And I think Matt was with us, but we played that like once or twice, like not very much, but it's Fall Guys. But the main game that I have once I've got um, my friends addicted to is the Disney Speedstorm. Which Michael said it's been out for what a couple months. Maybe it's been it was, out longer uh, than that. Yeah, I thought it's been out for like seven or eight months. It's been in beta, maybe. Yeah. So is it's it a fully free... out, or is it still in beta? It's fully out. Um. So it's like essentially think of Mario Kart, but um, it's more characters are more um statistically like more individual, customizable. They all have stats. So this game is. So here's the thing. Um, if you look up Disney Speedstorm. Um, the game is really good. Like it's it's fluid. It's it looks great. It plays great. Um, like everyone likes how you know every racer has its own like class and has its own individuality, which is fun. But the big gripe that a lot of people have with this game that it has mixed reviews is the fact that it's a little pay to win. Um, you pay to win. It's a very every... <laughs> shut your mouth. It's my turn to talk about my own fucking game. Right, fine, I will just contradict everything you say. <laughs> okay, you can talk about it when it's your turn because you also played it. You know, you're um, right. You're right. So, Emma's not sleepy anymore. <laughs> um, I had a Celsius. Okay. Um, so, um, so essentially, um, in this game, uh, every character has its own level. Every time you upgrade your character, it increases their base stats, and so of course you. I mean, you get materials to upgrade your character a lot 
but obviously you can just buy you know stuff off their store and buy more upgradable you can also every character has every character has up to five stars and they all start off at like one or two stars but if you collect those character shards they can go to like more stars so you can just straight up buy those as well and that will increase your base stats there's also a thing called a crew member which if you had a crew member adds more base stats to the point where you actually start off the race like at the very beginning with an ability like with a power up which is can be kind of crazy so um there is a regulated multiplayer to where everyone starts at the you know the same level which is nice which we like to play um but um if you just start like standard multiplayer or, or standard ranked then like um it can be kind of hard to play because you can run into people who like either play the game a lot or spent money and just have a statistic advantage over you. Um, but we've always been, we've actually been playing with all of our friends. Like if, if we, I've been trying to get Pat into this game and if we, he would have played with us, I know he's been, he's been busy taking care of his mom and everything, but like, if he were to play with us, we'd have at one point we would have had a full eight people, but we had a private match and we actually gotten me, Michael, Pat and Zach have been like getting on every day. Almost, it seems like. Um, but we also got like, you know, Preston and uh, Lorenzo and uh, uh, some of the other guys into it, like in the other discords. And uh, we've had seven of us play this game. And um, it's just a lot of fun. It's just, we just like smack talking each other and just messing each other up and stuff. And um, I, I'm going to stop, stop talking about it. Zach will go into more detail in his opinion. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. It's a free to play game. And it's just fun to play with our friends. And it's really quick. Like races are only two laps. I wish they were longer because if you get screwed over early, like you're done. And you know what I mean? But then again, the game ends quick because it's only two laps. So you just get back into the other game and you hope that you don't get hit like 20 times. Um, but uh, moving on to the nether game, I have tried playing a little bit of uh, Persona Tactica. It's, you know, like the Persona 5 characters, but it's more of a tactile game. I've only just started that game. Um, I like tactical games, uh, but I haven't really been playing them very often. Um, Does see, Disney I, Speedstorm have Xbox crossplay? Yes, it has yeah. crossplay. You can make an account. Um, it will ask you if you want to, um, like, make a account under like their under that like I forget what company it is. I don't know it, under the people Disney. who made the game. You can choose not to, so you, but you then you won't be able to. You won't be able to cross platform. So like you, you can like game loft ID or something. Yeah, game loft. Like if you make your game loft account, then you can like play. You can like go between your PC and your Xbox or PlayStation, but you don't have to make one. But I just play on my Xbox. Michael plays on his PC. I don't know if Zach. I think you play on your PC or your Xbox. No, I play on my Xbox. Yeah, so I. I you can do that. Um, what what is your gamer tag? Zabe sounds like he might play with you guys. Gamer tag? Uh I don't know why I don't like I mean my gamer tag on Xbox is just like Chancey70, right? Yeah, mine's um, just, just know. mine's just the same thing as my Discord. It's just Snorzax. Yeah, mine's yeah. just like Chancey70. Um there you go, Zabe. Adam. Yeah, and add us and we'll we'll all play together. Um, um also uh uh yeah, Persona Tactica. Um I've just been trying to get into that. I only just started it. It's it's interesting. Like it, it revolves around taking cover, and then you shoot a gun, and then you like you know, depending on the type type of cover you have, you can deal a certain amount of damage. You also want to knock opponents out of cover, so you can like hit them while they're in the open, and it knocks them prone, and they take more damage. Um, and um, 
it's 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 you know the persona 5 characters um see like persona 5 like seems really interesting to me but i think part of the reason why i lose a little bit of interest is because persona 5 is really big on the story and there's a lot of talking and i like story too but like i guess maybe this isn't just grabbing me um but uh, i like the concept persona of persona. yeah i have played persona 5 but like once again i lost kind of i don't know first of all persona 5 is a very long game and i like the premise of like entering people's like mind castles and like defeating the bosses of like their imagine i don't know in their minds and you can like change their personality their minds be- i don't I know it had no idea that's what persona was about it pretty much is like you enter their mind castle and essentially you can like defeat their demons or sins or whatever and like you change their mind or change the way they think about things or something by doing that it's like really interesting like it's but i just i don't know i tend to lose interest and it's a lot of story and uh, i think there's actually an anime that literally like Go it pretty much plays like with the cutscenes of the game, so you could literally just watch the anime and like essentially just watch all the cutscenes as if you like you can like know what the game is without playing the game. But um, but yeah, going on to my next game, so I'd stop um, ranting. Um, is um, the Foglands? I'll give a little a little tiny review on this. Um, uh, I have been playing just a little bit of the Foglands um, VR game. Um. Uh, let me see. Uh, well told, I believe is uh, the developer. Um, they were um, well told entertainment. They were very kind to give us a um, a code um, to play their game. Um, and uh, like on so, PSVR two, yeah, for PSVR two. Um, I've played a little bit of it. Um, I'm just gonna continue to play it. Um, essentially, um. It seems very interesting. Obviously, obviously, there's still a little bit more they can improve on. I mean, um, but uh, I, I've been I played like in a sit down mode, uh, so I wasn't playing standing up. And so every time I turned, it like went black and like turned and stuff. So I don't know. It made me kind of motion sickness. But then that's just that's just how VR uh, PSVR two games are kind of well, VR games in general tend to make people motion sick. I feel like I need to buy some motion sick like like uh, medicine. Or something like I know there's like motion sickness, like like uh like pills or tablets that you can take just to reduce motion sickness. I think I should take those before I play VR PSVR. I also know that you can just torture yourself and just play a lot of VR games and you get used to it. But I think um uh, but I I kind of continue playing this game. I just got a little bit of motion sickness, so I had to like kind of stop playing. But it seemed interesting. Like the game starts off, you're like in this uh, mine, um, and you're like working with your friend to. Uh, look for something. Um, then you run into like this huge worm. You're, you know, you get a gun. You can pick up stuff and throw things. You can pull levers. Um, you can crouch. Um, you can like reload your gun. Um, and um, essentially, you get to this part to where you die or you almost die. And um, essentially, this guy, like, uh, he's like uh, literally on the very front of the game. Um, I don't remember his name. But uh, essentially, he's like the guy with like the like the hat and like the big uh, with the cards and the uh, the glowing yellow eyes. And he the essentially like, what is he the Falkland? That, that's not know. his name. I don't know. But like uh. he essentially <laughs> saves you, and he has like a train, and he has like these cards, and um, essentially he can like you know bring you back to life. And he's like, hey, let's make a deal and stuff like that. So um, he essentially like saves your life and um. Um, essentially he brings you back home and you can like buy upgrades. Um, you can also find keys in which you can kind of unlock more cards 
that can kind of further um, change the game. Um, so I'm going to continue playing this game. It looks, it seems very interesting. Um, they're nice enough to give us this game or to allow us to play this game early. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's been fun so far. Um, it's just, yeah, I need to get used to like playing VR again or take some kind of motion sickness medication so I can like play the game for longer periods of time. Um, so yeah, um, I've been yeah playing the Foglands. I um, like it so far, but of course it could also, you know, like a lot of VR games, it could use a little bit more touch up or, um, you know, iron out the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Kinks, iron Bugs. out the kinks, I guess. Um, uh, and then my last game here, um, I've been playing a little bit of Boulder's Gate 3. Um, uh, also, I heard that, um, they're adding like 3,000 more. They're upgrading, updating the game again and adding another like 3,000 more like voice lines because they're adding like a post game like thing of like what happened after you beat the game or something. Um, so like it's crazy. They're continuing to update this game to add even more. And um, it's, yeah, it's kind of nuts. So um, uh, I've been playing a little bit of that, and like we, I, I guess we, as we just talked about during this game is, or during this podcast, is that I really hope the movie, the three of us, that we can all get together and like play, like finally play. Now that like you know, Pat knows how to play the game, and then Zach and I will like you know stick around, you know, all together and do things together. I think we could actually like play the game. Um, that that'd be really interesting because I feel like I'd get really far into the game, and we just need to like you know get times to sit down and play together. Um, it's almost but, like we can stream something every Tuesday. Yeah, that's what I would like to do. It's just that we haven't like tried to play that game again together ever since I don't know, we fell through playing that game. <laughs> yeah, except that for that one day. Um and then um but yeah, so that's uh, yeah, I, I was the one to go on like a long rant today talking about what I've been playing. Oh, a couple things. You deleted them. What the hell? Yeah, because we're gonna talk about it in the topic of show. Save them. No, you're not. I'm looking yes. at the topic of the show. We're not we don't talk about that. It's it's our backlog. Oh, that's the topic. Of, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, whatever. I guess I was going to talk about the games I want to play next, but we'll get to those later. Um, so, uh, Rick, Rick, shut your shut your mouth, Zach. Okay, what are you even playing? You can open your mouth. Now. What do you what are you even playing, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to speak? Anyway. But I've been playing. I'll keep this quick. Uh, I've been playing some more Spider-Man 2. I'm still running into issues where my PlayStation is crashing when I play this game, kind of just at like random times. It's not anything specific. It's just like middle so of a cutscene or middle of it, it happens most often during a cutscene, but sometimes middle of my um What like mode are you gameplay. playing on? Performance or oh, you know, I don't know. I didn't change the I don't think I changed the mode whatever they uh, it might be on fidelity try changing to performance and seeing if that does anything <clears throat> okay yeah it's, i've just been like running into that issue a few times it's been pretty annoying like there was one where i was like clearing out a whole like room of like craven's men and there's like 25 people in there or something got to the end of it and in the ending cutscene, it froze and then when i reloaded the game it started me back at the beginning of that mission i was just like i just need this again right now so that was just kind of annoying. Um, I did end up hopping on and doing that mission, and it didn't freeze there, so I was able to get through it, but it was just kind of, like, um, annoying. Um, 
but I've been playing that. I've been playing some Fortnite um, because the OG chapter is going to end here in the next couple of days. So just playing that. Started Super Mario Wonder. I really like it. I do. Um, it is. It, it's like it's like a simple game. I don't think it's anything like super spectacular, but I really do like it. It's a different take on on the Mario platformer world. So the um, I'm doing like the completionist ish kind of thing of that because i guess there's some levels where like there's like a secret mm-hmm. wonder seed you can find so i'm trying to just do all those uh, i've been playing some fall guys like with um with chance and matt and a couple of other friends we've been playing fall guys as well so just getting back into that disney Speedstorm is like one of the bigger new ones for sure that i've been playing um <clears throat> i think it's i think it's good i don't think it's amazing um it does play well but there are times when we're racing where like will be like like you can like shunt into people and you can like hit people and sometimes it like doesn't like quite grab it in real life in, in real time so like i might like try to like if chance and i are side by side i might try to like hit chance but it like hasn't registered on our screen or he's actually further ahead or it like lags him ahead or something so it's not like perfectly pure in that sense um it's it's simplistic there's not a lot of like variance in like the abilities and stuff like that. I think they could just obviously add more as updates and stuff come out. Um, what I dislike most about it is that it's like definitely pay to win um, because you can like pay to unlock characters and those characters all have different abilities and different st- stats that make them like higher level. So or, is like, Michael paid to win? Oh, yeah, he, spent, he, play, he downplays how much money he spent. He's probably spent a couple hundred dollars probably. So like we were playing, and, so we were playing me, Chance, and Michael and Chance was kicking michael's ass so oh yeah he, i got him addicted to the game he's like i can't like i can't keep fucking losing the chance and he yeah, went, him chance, and matt went hard chance, and they completed so <laughs> chance basically bullied michael into paying to win oh my god you would have loved being there i literally like, like about, he about almost cried like he, he was like, oh, he was like i wish i was there yeah. he was so he was so angry like but like, like Mike, but then now Michael comes in with his like pay to win characters and is like chatting shit when he's like winning races. I'm like, you're paying to win the race. I hope you <laughs> would win the races. And it's also like that aside, right? The stats of the characters are obviously different. And like speed is obviously a huge point of that because you're racing. And when the races are only two laps long in Mario Kart, if a race is three, la- the races are three laps long. So you have that whole extra lap. You have to time come, to like, recover. Yeah, to, yeah. To, to recover. Well, in Speedstorm, you don't have that because it's a two-lap race for the most part. There's some maps that are like six laps, but the track is super small. Um, so, like, you don't get a lot of time to, like, make up for, like, if you get hit or if you get shunted off track or stuff like that. Like, there's or you no get chain, time to chain recover. stunned. Like, chain stunned? Yeah, that's if you get hit sucks. by people, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just so... It is, it is what it is in that sense. From a racing game perspective, it's completely fine. It's a perfectly good racing game, and there is more to it than just simply like using your abilities and stuff like that, actually being good at racing, knowing when to drift, knowing shortcuts on the track, all that kind of stuff. For me, Mario Kart is just a better game in every capacity, if I'm comparing well, yeah, it to. yeah, I mean, but like doing it for how many entries? Eight, and not counting like exactly. remakes and spinoffs exactly. and stuff. So... Um, I will say the soundtrack for Disney Speedstorm is amazing because they've got like oh, yeah, the, that's true. like they remix remixes of all of the classic Disney songs. Um, so if you're a big Disney person, I think it's a good game. Uh, but I just don't like the pay to win stuff. I just think it's like super annoying because like it doesn't matter how hard I grind or work or anything like that. You're just not going to be able to compete with somebody who's willing to drop money into it. 
Well, so, the, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, I just like, well, when we, I thought it was always funny when like, yeah, Michael like had the upper hand when we played um, like standard ranked. Yeah, but they were like, it's not no, once, once we make it, once we made it regulated where everyone was like the same stars and like everyone had like boosted yeah. stats, I started coming in first place, like almost yeah. every race. And Matt, Matt, well, Michael would come in third, like, you know, in the top three sometimes, but like, it was funny how much of a swing. Like, Michael wasn't coming in, like, first or second, and we played, like, you know, everyone just played, like, random levels and stats, and, like, he just had an advantage. But as soon as we made it, like, a, like somewhat even playing ground, he, like, I would always come in, like, first or second, and then, like, we played, like, three or four races, and he came in the top three, like, once. One, one and then time. I won, like, two or three of the four games that we played. I, so. I came in first, but it was, like, really funny. It's like, yeah, I just don't like pay to win stuff. And then obviously I'm vocal about that. So like in every race I'm chatting shit when there's no, really? Well, yeah, we, yeah. So I'm just, kidding. But, I'm kidding. Don't start on this. No, no, what I'm saying, no, no, what I'm saying is, is like Michael and them are getting pissed. Like, my God, will you let it go? I'm like, no, I won't. As a gamer, you have lost all my respect. But, I mean, Michael never had respect. <laughs> it's just like, damn, bro. Like, it's like, it's the purest in me. I don't need to pay to win. Just like play the game and grind it. It's just like, it's yeah. different if you're like paying to have like cosmetic shit or stuff like that. But when it gives you like a legitimate a advantage, like a statistical advantage, actual performance of the race, it's like that's, or yeah. in the gameplay, like, that's when I have a problem with it. If you're like a low level so. character going against people who are higher level, like you legit, well, they, they, they will just pass you just because they are legit faster. They recover faster. They, drive faster I mean, they, their handling is faster like, <laughs> like also oh, and apparently if you're lower stars like you don't even get your ultimate ability and they'll have their ultimate ability mm -hmm. and if you have more stars their ultimate abilities will last longer will like stun people for longer like legit like the more stars and the you know higher level you legit have like literally a straight up advantage yeah you're just <laughs> playing you're just playing handicapped at that point that's why i don't like it because at least in mario kart like yeah like the 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 carts you pick give you different statistical advantages, but you all have like the same selection of like what's available, basically. So that's just about whether or not you built the right car, but that's on you. What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. But anyway, that's what we've been playing. Let's hop into not slow news um, before we get into our topic of show. So not slow news to point out is where we discussed the last few weeks of the video game news. It's not super fast. It's not slow either. Um, so we're going to start with the uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 showcase um and there was there's obviously other stuff in there from like capcom and stuff like that but dragon's dogma 2 was like the main thing that's coming out here but before we get into uh dragon's dogma 2 we'll start with there was a crossover trailer and like gameplay cinematics and stuff like that of exoprimal and monster hunter uh so they're gonna do a crossover event uh for that and that looked just bizarre it looked very weird um again didn't, i've not played exo primal or monster Pat, didn't, didn't we play this? this is the one with the dinosaurs right we played exo primal for like an hour and yeah. it was fine for that hour but i have no intention yeah, we were, to we were just like back. okay we're done we played enough of this game like the yeah. you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're moving on yeah and it was just like um i don't know it's just not something that's ever really piqued my interest exo primal or monster hunter um, but yeah, we don't need to talk about that. We'll, we're just talking about Dragon's Dogma with a new gameplay reveal. And yeah, exactly. Like, we want to talk release about release date. Like, yeah, so date. Dragon's Dogma 2, you have a release date of March 22nd of next year. So, first quarter. Um, 
They, it's going to be, for those of you who are unaware of what Dragon's Dogma 2 oh, is, it's a narrative. Hi, Casey! Uh, it's a narrative-driven action RPG. <laughs> um, you are, the character you play is the, it's called one of the Arisen. Uh, so your heart has been taken by the dragon. I don't know if there's multiple dragons or if this is just a singular dragon in this entire place. It's the dragon whose dogma we're talking about. It's the only dragon okay. that so that specific dragon has taken your heart, I guess. Um, and somehow you're still alive and need to go get your heart back or something. Um, and if you're familiar with Dragon's Dogma 1, this story takes place in the same setting, but it's a parallel world than the first one. So same setting, different universe, kind of. Um, and there's like a bunch of stuff going on. Like there's, you're in the, I, I guess you'll begin the game in the human kingdom of, of Vermund. Um, but then there's like the there's another kingdom called like Bethal. There's an elven kingdom, and they're all like vying for power and all this kind of stuff going on. You can um, engage in combat against, I guess, any of the factions or whatever. You can in, um, like meet characters, do their missions, uh, build a relationship with those those factions or those kingdoms. Um, there's other races and stuff around as well, so you can. One of the cool things that they did. One of the cool things that they did talk about in the showcase is that one of the sections takes place in like an elven village, and they have their own language that they can like. You need to have the skill to like translate it to understand, or Mm -hmm. if you have like a a party member, there's a companion, there's a companion who can interpret, who can interpret, then it unlocks for you yourself. But like, if you don't, then you're not you're not going to communicate with this like entire race of you know elves or whatever so i think that's really interesting and that shows like it's they're they're not afraid to lock out content based on player choice which is always something you want to see in like a a sprawling rpg like this and Mm -hmm. um honestly this reminds me of skyrim like i have such skyrim vibes coming from this but it's if it's a modern game with those same vibes i feel like they can do what Starfield couldn't is like recapture that magic of like playing a game for so long without getting super tired of it because you have all these different player choices and you're not bogged down by this level design or this game design that kind of inhibits your your joy of the game. So uh, right. I don't know. I, I I was really impressed with it. I know you guys. I know Zach said he does not feel as impressed by this, uh, but it's something yeah, that's just... definitely on my radar. Wait, you talking uh, about the gameplay? <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, the game I'm not itself. It looks, I'm not saying the game looks bad uh, or the we, game itself is bad, but um, I think it, I think it's that? yeah. I think I think it's I think it looks good. I just don't think it's. I I don't know if I'm going to be playing it right off on release. Um, we'll see. But what if it, it comes to Game Pass? Oh, if it comes to Game Pass, then yeah, sure, I'll play it for free. <laughs> oh, did you guys already talk <laughs> about like the gameplay and everything already? Kind of, not really, not too much. Well, like, like they already showed like, off like play, Shadow of yeah. Colossus and stuff like that. Like how you're like jumping on the enemies and like climbing on them while hitting weak points. Well, it's yeah. not every enemy. Not because, every enemy has this, but they, like some of the big ones. Yeah, they, they have new, larger scale enemies. Yeah, there's a new monster that they showed. It's called a, a Talos. So it's like a giant colossal stone titan, um, and you can literally climb the titan. And there's like going to be like almost like fleshy looking parts of the tie-in where it's like highlighted in red. And if you go and attack those points, those are the weak points where you're going to deal significant damage to the monsters. They showed that's not the only way. They also showed people on like 
ballistas or whatever trying to shoot the titan and like right, yeah. prevent it from causing more destruction so i think the whole point of the thing was like you can approach this fight from multiple angles right yeah and then they showed a couple different uh creatures there's a drake which he looks like he's a necromancer slash life steal kind of enemy um almost vampiric um and then there was a a Dulahan, which is just a giant dragon which i'm sure it can do other things than just being a dragon but um, that's what they showed as far as like different monsters and other gameplay stuff. There is going to be a standard edition and a deluxe edition um, available for pre-order. The deluxe edition will obviously give you access to more content and other customizables. And um, I think play other, 24 like, hours early or some shit. Play 24 hours early. I think there's some like weapons and stuff that you might get that can actually like impact gameplay. Um, so you can have access to those things. But yeah, it does release release March twenty second of next year. Oh yeah. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, so it looks good. Yeah, I I don't want to like I don't mean to like downplay by any means. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna play it at the start, but if it's on Game Pass, I'll absolutely give it a I mean, shot. Is right it off. my most hyped game next year? No. Is it really? is it avowed higher on my list? Absolutely. But I think they've shown a lot where I'm like this. This might be a really fun time. What, what was nice yeah, about looking I mean, at it, it just didn't seem like it was super large scale, right? Like big scale, but it didn't seem like daunting. Yeah, I like the, like, you you know, it's like RPGs, like you pick your classes and um, I do like how you can be like Khajiit, like they have like cat people. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I think there's also like elves and humans. I don't know if there's there elves. elves. There, there are elves. elves. So elves, humans, and cat people. I don't know if they're like orcs or anything or any other kind of fantasy type class or races. Or but, I feel like there are in Dragon's yeah, Dogma. It does feel it does look a little Dragon Soulish. Like you have a party and it's like not Dragon Soulish, uh, Demon Soulish. Kind of like you know I don't know. It, this, it looks really interesting. I just want to see more gameplay of it. Um, but I do like RPGs, so. Um, it seems really interesting. So I just want to look into it. And, um, but yeah, it also does seem very much like, uh, what game did we already compare it to? Um, Damn. monster hunter. Like you, like you have to like, I don't know. It looks like kind of like you like survive out in the, in, in the world. And like, you have to like maybe track things down and like, I don't know, you camp out or something. I don't know. They gave that kind of like vibe of like, like a little, like, uh, uh, monster hunter esque. Like our Monster Hunter RPG ish. So we'll see. Yeah. To me, it gives off Skyrim vibes, like just enough jank to have it be fun and not like infuriating. So, mm-hmm. so moving on from that, um, we got some new release images of Fallout, the television show. Uh, it's obviously being um, run by uh, Amazon. Uh, so they gave us some new released images, I guess, that were shown before people taking pictures of them they were leaked slash released officially something along those lines um but it gives us our best look at the show so far outside of the trailer the sets look really good the tell the sets they showed and the environment stuff like that looks really good i i guess i'm not super surprised by this just because of what like rings of power looked like and i know they're not related at all but kind of like their commitment to like the aesthetic of rings of power doesn't necessarily surprise me they would commit such right. high quality. Lord of the but... Rings is such a bigger IP than Fallout, which is yeah, just no, a that. video game IP. So. Right. No, I understand that, but it's just like, I guess for me, it wasn't necessarily surprising they would commit to a qual- to the quality of it. 
but it looks very good. So I mean, even the cast looks good. Like uh, Walter Goggins is like a really good like character actor, and he's playing a ghoul. Uh, I think he's really going to make a good villain in this show. Um, they did say Todd Howard is like executive producer or uh, uh-huh. what is he? Uh, yeah, he is executive producer uh, on the show. So the person who's like behind the game franchise and like the game director from a lot of the games is giving his input, which is exactly what we've seen sh- give like success to Last of Us. Like you had, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Why am I blanking on his name? What is your problem? Who? Neil Druckmann? Neil Druckmann. You had Neil Druckmann, uh, like take over creative role. He even directed an episode. He wrote an episode, uh, for the last of us TV show. And then it really showed like they weren't afraid to adapt it to, to change Mm -hmm. elements for the TV show because it worked better that way. Um, fallout has never been to me. I've never beaten a fallout story. Uh, I've just been kind of fucking around in the, uh, the open world and doing that, but this is clearly going to be, if they keep that tone, it'll be a, a wackier TV show. It's not going to be a drama or anything. Uh, and I feel like you can do a lot just having an episode that focuses on just a random character doing a random thing. That's just a funny story as opposed to, you know, a, an overarching plot that has to keep building upon itself every episode. Mm-hmm. So it looks interesting. And then um, did I read this right? That Jonathan Nolan is. Oh, wait, when did this trailer come out? Like, it's this not is a trailer. Recent? It's just, it's not a trailer. Like, it's just a bunch of images. Like still shots. Of, like, oh, it's just like first look images. Yeah. So it's just like re- release shots of like what the set looks like and different environments that they were like filming in and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, are we because they've released this now? Do we think a trailer is coming at the Game Awards? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, wouldn't hurt to have one there. It's again a lot of the, a lot of eyes of the gaming world will be on there. Not all of them. So, what better place to release a new trailer? It's been almost a year since they released the last, the first one. So, yeah, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be out, wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility of all to have it there. I think uh, that makes sense for Jeff Keighley to have at the the Game Awards. It makes sense to to kind of put the the gaming audience, the gaming fans first when you're doing that sort of reveal, and then post it on YouTube and you know right. get a bunch of word of mouth going with the yeah. The, See, hey, are we on the right fan. track? Are people liking this? It kind of like um, I mean, I don't think Sony did this on purple. Well, not exactly Sony, but. When they release images of like, hey, this is what Sonic looked like, and he's ugly as fuck, and people are like, this is horrible, and then they changed it, and now Sonic is like one of the better video game adaptation movies right now. Like, there's a third one coming out, and um, all because of I don't know if it was leaked or they actually just like no, they sent a trailer, I think, and people are like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's sometimes good for um them to like accidentally leak or to have some kind of little sneak peek trailers to see what people's reactions are so they're like okay we're on the right track we don't need to reshoot or maybe we do need to research shoot and stuff like that um I don't see any pro- by the way i was correct uh the the series is being developed by jonathan nolan and lisa joy obviously co-writers J- 
uh, Jonathan Nolan's co-writer for a lot of Chris Nolan films, but both of them led uh, creative on Westworld. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. This gets me hyped for the Fallout mm-hmm. TV show, which honestly I was not hyped for it at all because it's like it's not a series I'm like super like you know nostalgic for or like one that I spent a lot of time into. I know a lot of people got into it Fallout Three. Uh, but I really didn't. And then Fallout 4, I just played maybe like 10 or 12 hours. I didn't get super far into it. Um, I know, Chance, you were into Fallout 3 and then Fallout 4 as well, right? Yeah, I don't think I ever... I think I got close to being the games, but I don't think I ever did beat them. But maybe this might be a, like a show that you might actually enjoy because you like these... Um, Creatives. Yeah, you, might, you like these people that make are going to make and produce the show. and. Um, maybe you might like Fallout in just that kind of medium, like during the mm-hmm. shows. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I played a lot of the Fallout games. Um, uh, you know, Fallout, Fallout seventy six. Um, uh, Zach, no real history with yeah. Fallout. Fallout four. I did play a lot of Fallout Shelter on my phone <laughs> when I was in high school. I'm I sure this would be a direct <laughs> adaptation of that game. <laughs> Um, I expect it to be a complete adaptation of that game, actually. Like I expect it to be a two-dimensional view looking down into the bunker from a side from, from the side. I would like a uh, Jurassic Park TV show. Why? Because dinosaurs. Also, I didn't know. I didn't did you know they, they had a TV show of Indiana Jones when he was a kid? No. And it came out in 2007, I think. I didn't know that. I had no idea. But, All right. Yeah. So, right. I, so I, I also think there's going to be a trailer at the Game Awards, if I didn't already say that. Cool. Awesome. All right. So, last thing for Nasso News is the KOTOR remake dead or alive? We don't know. It better be alive. Um, so, initially, I mean, not even initially, so much shit has happened with KOTOR. It's kind of ridiculous. But the KOTOR remake was thought to be dead after Embracer Group. Had Saber Interactive take over from Aspire, um, who were the original developers, Aspire. and they were having tr- Aspire, whatever. Um, is it really Aspire? That's a- yeah. They just spelled it weird. Why wouldn't they put an E on the end of it? That's how they spell I, it. Either I'm sure it has to do with trademarking. I'm um, sure. Um, but yeah, so they were having but, troubles with it. Embracer had knew, Saber. We knew they were having troubles, but the reason we're talking about this again is because. Jeff Grubb from Giant Palm slash GameStop, or not GameStop, GameSpot, <laughs> the other one. Uh, he had a, a leak or a report recently saying that it's not actively being worked on by anybody. Um, basically, that it's like stopped production completely, which means essentially it's been canceled. Uh, so a lot of people started talking about it. And then Jason Trier posted on Twitter saying that uh, he's. Uh, he knows of at least two people that he's talked to that are still working on the game. So we know two people are working on the game. And I think it's uh, somebody, I think I saw a, a Twitter post or something of like somebody saying like, it was like a meme or something of like, there's a guy on the floor like doing the CPR and he's like, call it time of death. Like these are the two people working on it. Right. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It sucks. It absolutely sucks yeah. because we this just is such a remake. It's it's such a beloved game and a remake of it on the level of Final Fantasy 
seven Six, or yeah. Resident Evil Part Two would like it would really make this game shine. And if you modernize, if you keep most of the story elements, modernize the gameplay, um, you can make it turn based because that that's been shown to work with Baldur's Gate and all of that. Um, or you can make it real time, which has been shown to work with lightsaber gameplay with the Star Wars Jedi series. Like any of those are going to be a massive home run. But the fact that this was announced and is was started work on by Aspire Media, known for porting, they all they've done is port games. They have never like tackled a project this high caliber, and suddenly they're thrust into this like you're working on this massive game that has super high expectations. And then the the story that we talked about previously on the podcast is like. They got the go-ahead based on their pitch to work on the game. They got the funding. Sony was footing the bill or like Sony was involved. It was going to be exclusive, timed exclusive for PlayStation. And then they showed their like vertical slice or whatever work that they were doing to uh, Embracer slash Sony. And Sony's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And basically they got taken off the project. It got moved to Saber Interactive. And then even Saber Interactive is not a like if Sony wanted to do this, why not do it right? Why not get Blue Point? Like if Disney or Lucasfilm Games wanted to do this, why not do it right? Why not get Bioware to come back and like redeem themselves? Why not get Obsidian to come back and like make this an awesome modern Western RPG? But sadly, we're we're stuck in this worst reality where this game just has fallen face first and I do, may never I, do get think, it. I do think it's dead I do think it's dead I don't think we're ever going to get it unfortunately yeah. um, especially when it, it was announced in 2020 at the PlayStation Showcase yeah where they introduced Something the PlayStation like 5 yeah feels like it's been and, a very long time yeah which sucks again mm-hmm. such a great game like, oh it is uh, yeah it's like one of those like childhood staples and like lives up there long mm-hmm. in the memory afterwards. So it's just kind of like you see these get other games that get remade and stuff like that. And you're just like, I can't believe we got a remake of this before we got a remake of KOTOR kind of thing. And it's like, not that those games don't deserve their remakes, but I mean that, that game deserves modern gameplay. Like, yeah, really this does. game so lets you like, be a villain to the fullest extent of the word. Like I, yeah, I, convinced a guy to betray his best friend and kill him and then i made him racked with guilt and kill himself like what other game can you do that come on we need a remake of that like maybe that's not the reason we need a remake of that but yes to pat's point give you a lot of freedom to be as mean and cruel as you could possibly be so yeah it is it is unfortunate um hopefully Sometime in the future, they give it to to somebody capable of de- delivering. So many on this. good choices. Like, uh, pick any one until, of them. Until then, we're stuck here. <laughs> Moving on to our topic of show, we're going to be talking about our video game backlogs. And this is something we've kind of almost always talked about, kind of in passing. Whenever we talk about what, what have we been playing, or we talk about other games coming out and the swathe of games that are out there, uh, but we've never really done a deep dive into what our backlogs are, what's actually on our list. So we're going to go through them just kind of individually as a group, 
kind of what's on our backlogs, why we didn't play them or beat these games. They're still yet to be beaten. Probably get shamed by Pat, who's played most everything. Um, we'll shame Pat for the surprising games that he hasn't played. <clears throat> and then kind of decide and ask the group kind of how we should go about attacking our backlogs. Are there games that other people have played that, hey, you should definitely play this before you play another one kind of thing. Um, so does anyone want to start? Do you guys want me to start with what's on my backlog currently? Um, uh, before we start, I have my games organized a certain way. I want to kind of get you guys' feedback and see if this is how we should organize all of ours. So I have the ones I definitely want to play but haven't gotten to, like something that I'm going to get to. I'm 100% going to play, but I just haven't gotten to yet. Then there's ones that are like, I ideally, if I had enough time, I definitely want to get to these games. Uh, but it's like, I there's a good chance I may never get to them. And then the last list is games that are like just on Game Pass or have been added to Game Pass recently that I'm like, I really want to fucking check that out. But like, again, it has to be at the bottom of the list. I can't move that to the top. Right. So that's how I've organized it. I don't know if you guys want to do this, something similar. Uh, I didn't really organize mine any like specific type of way. I was just kind of like listing stuff. Um, and I kind of like kept tracks of ones like these are ones like I kind of did it like these are ones that I definitely want to play, but I didn't give myself like a timeline or anything like this has to be like the next thing or something like that. If that makes sense. I just kind of have mine listed out. So. All right. Um, uh, Chance, what about you? Did you do any sort of order or anything? Uh, what do you mean? For your backlog of games of what you want to get to what i want to get to i mean you want me to talk about it right now or yeah sure go ahead um games that i really need to get back to that have started uh final fantasy 16 um played like four hours of that and i need to get back to it um uh, uh one game that i could easily beat that i need to get back to is um the um that survivor Jedi Survivor is another one. Yeah, I have I have a good amount of backlog. Yeah. I'm Jedi Survivor, which I'm like 80% done with. I just need to get back to it. Um, there's um, Final Fantasy 16, which I don't, I'm not you know close to beating it, but I have a good little chunk into it, and I need to go back to that. Um, I also have um, uh, Armored Core, which I put a, I feel like a good chunk into that, and I need to get back to that as well. Um, let me see, Armored Core, Final Fantasy, Jedi Survivor. Um, Man, I think these are those are like the big through those big three games are the one. Oh, the one I was talking about, um, the League of Legends game, which is a very like, you know, like, you know, linear and like it's not very long. I, I put a good chunk into that and I feel like I could easily beat that. I just need to like have one or two more sittings of playing that game and I probably could beat it. Um, it's it's not I don't think it's a very long game. Um, that's on my like PC. Mario RPG listed. Okay, so no, those are going into games that I want to play. Do you want me to go into that That's next? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. I thought you were talking about a backlog of like games that I need to get back into and then games I want to no, start no, playing. No, backlog is just games that have come out that you want to play but have not gotten to yet. Okay, so okay, so those are games I need to get back into. Let me talk about the games that uh, Mario RPG, which I think just came out. I want to play that. It's an RPG game. It's a remake or a reimagining of, um, of, you know, mario rpg mario rpg um, on the super nintendo yeah so i want to play that 
Um, another game that is coming out very soon, which um, I guess technically isn't out yet, but it comes out very, very soon, that has piqued my interest. And um, I know at the very beginning I wasn't very high on it, but after seeing re some reviews on it and previews on it, it's gotten better and better, and people have kind of, you know, gotten more hot, you know, higher on that game, on this game, is the um, Avatar um, front, uh, um, uh, what the fuck is Frontiers it called? Uh, yeah, Frontiers of Pandora, which is very, you know, people have gotten more on that. I'm very interested. That actually comes out December 7th, so literally in, like, less than a week. So that's um, in your front log, not your back Yeah, that's log. in my that's in my front log. Um, <laughs> but other than that, there aren't any games out there out right now that I really want to play. Other than just the Super Mario that's out now, and one that comes out in like six days, the Avatar. And then I have like three or four other games that I need to get back to and finish. Uh, but that's pretty much all the games I have my I want to get to my backlog, my front log, my medium log, um, but um, my middle log. But um, yeah, who wants to go next? Uh, I'm guessing Pat. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I've organized it into kind of a list of like stuff I'm going to get back to. I just haven't had the time to yet, um, which is like at the top of my backlog. And then there's stuff I'm interested in. And then there's stuff that's come to Game Pass where I'm like, ooh, that is really interesting. So um, right now, uh, Casey got me Cyberpunk 2077 with Phantom Liberty uh, for PC. Uh, I have installed it but i have not played it yet um so that's definitely one that i want to like finish um and get back into uh because i played i put 40 hours into cyberpunk when it came out in 2020 and i went back for like 10 minutes at update 2.0 or whatever that was uh in february uh so even before they added all the the things that chance was talking about recently um i'm sorry did you say something okay Never mind. Um, and then uh, Spider-Man 2, I do want to finish that. Uh, kind of just power through that. More of like a, you know, get through it as quickly as I can just to say I, I beat it and talk about it for Game Awards. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things about Sea of Stars, and it's definitely my type of game, but so much shit has come out this year that it's just not been on my my radar. I do have Mario RPG sitting right there in its packaging. I have not opened it yet because I'm uh, trying to get through Mario Wonder, which is also in my backlog. Um, and then I think Octopath Traveler 2. So a lot of Switch, a lot of games for Switch that I have not been able to get to. And that's just because I, I, I wish I had traveled for my work because then I could bring the Switch with me. And then I'm like, I'm only playing Switch because I have nothing else to play. But a lot of times when I'm home, I'm like, I have my PC, I have my Xbox, I have my PS5. I'm going to jump on one of those instead of my Switch, which is kind of like, a, you know, it, it, it gets relegated to a, a handheld instead of like a, a major big boy console or a, a PC uh, in, in kind of my mind. And that's something I got to kind of get over myself. But so those are the games that I definitely want to play and get back to. Uh, then there's games that I'm interested in that I've, some of them I've tried, some of them I haven't, uh, which I think I might have to just be like, I'm probably not going to get to these this year, but they look really interesting. Um, Liza P probably played two hours of it really fun, but again, so much else is out that I have not been able to get back into it. Um, AC Mirage, have they fixed the issue I had with the uh, chromatic aberration? I don't yes. know yet. <laughs> they, they did. 
Sorry. It wasn't very convincing. <laughs> Their latest patch update. They did. Okay. So, I mean, maybe <laughs> I'll go back into that, but I don't know. The story of... Uh, what's his name? God damn it. What was that? Bossum. Bassam. Yeah, the story of Bassam doesn't really... <clears throat> the prequel story of him didn't really grab me from the first couple of missions. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be something I get to this year. Um, there's a game called uh, chance of Sinar, which I've heard a lot about, which looks very interesting. Uh, it's a puzzle. It's an indie puzzle game where it's like kind of teaching you a language based on the puzzle. Um, and like by the end of the game, like it's, it's either hieroglyph hieroglyphics or some other like language that they've created. But by the end of the game, you're able to understand and, and recognize this language. And uh, it's, it's all about like kind of teaching you that. So that looks like a really interesting uh, puzzle game that I want to get into. And then believe it or not, Robocop rogue city has gotten some pretty decent reviews. Really? Uh, that game looks so like one dimensional. But it's like it's going hardcore in its eighties Robocop. Yeah, like I, I feel like seen... it's doing good at what it's going for. I just feel like it's not like I just feel like it's very one dimensional. Like I maybe I don't I don't know. Well, have you seen a lot of gameplay on it? Because yeah, it's like I mean you're just you're like you're just like dialogue. a tank. Everyone's fucking you up, but you just like shoot and you like want like two shot them, and you're just like moving no, around. You can, like... If you turn up the difficulty, you're gonna die. Um, but like, it also has dialogue options. It has side quests that you're doing like police work and you're listening to the complaints of people in Detroit. And like, if you're, if you're a fan of Robocop, it seems like they, they're going hard in terms of like the eighties movie and they know exactly what they are. And from what I've, uh, what I understand the game's only like 10 hours. So instantly that makes it like, Hey, I don't have to spend 40 hours in this. That's, that's an easy game. So that's kind of moved that up a little bit on my list and something I'm interested in, but probably won't be able to get to this year. Besides those, there's some games that have come to game pass, which I very much want to put some time into. But again, there's so much out this year that it's just been so hectic to get into any of that. But remnant two is now officially on game pass. And that looks very interesting. That's like a, Souls-like, but first-person shooter um, that you can play multiplayer with, like your friends. Um, so that looks interesting. But obviously, haven't gotten into it. Uh, if you guys remember Rollerdrome, it's it's a game that was on PlayStation yeah. last year that looked yeah. really cool. It was like Tony Hawk meets like uh, uh, I don't know, like fight the system, like Revolution game or whatever uh but that is now officially on game pass and that looks very interesting but probably won't be able to get to it uh headbangers this is the rhythm it's battle play, royale it's yeah. so good it's fun i feel like it would be such a good stream game and <clears throat> like I, I have it downloaded so honestly it's an easy let's start it and play it but i just need the motivation i, I don't think i'm gonna play it by myself i want somebody there yeah, it's hard to play, play by yourself, to be honest. I've I've played it a few times, and I've come in like the I've gone to like the final show a couple times, and have yet to win. I don't know what winning feels like yet for that, but no, it's really fun. It's fun. Yeah. And then there's a, a game called Venba, which is a uh, an indie <laughs> cooking game uh, from a Indian developer, and it's like a story about 
uh, a woman who has immigrated from India to Canada and is trying to keep the culture alive in her son by teaching him the recipes that she grew up with, but he's like assimilated and all of this stuff. So there's like a personal connection where I'm like, holy shit, this like is like my life story almost. <laughs> so um, I, I feel like I kind of have to play that game, but Rick said he played it and he's like, it's a pretty decent like indie game. So I might, I, I definitely want to try it cause it's on game pass too. But again, there's just so much out and these, there's these like huge games that have come out that have like monopolized so much of my time. Like I spent 110 hours in a, in Baldur's Gate, uh, Starfield. I spent like 60 hours with, and like it's hard to find time for these smaller games. But I definitely want to. I feel like I need to take like time off from work where I can just sit and play a game and not have like responsibilities. But that's so hard to do. Right. Zach, what about you? Yeah, so as far as games that um, I guess I'll start with games that I've kind of already started but have yet to uh, roll credits on. Um, Diablo 4, I haven't rolled credits on that yet. Um, Lies of P as well, Super Mario Wonder, um, Alan Wake 2, still need to play more of that. I just played it one time. That should be at the top of your list. Um, and then Going into games that I haven't played yet that I would like to play. Um the Mario RPG we've we've mentioned. I know Pat spoke really highly of Cocoon. So I want to oh, try dude, that. Cocoon, it'll take you four hours. <clears throat> Very and quick it's play. So good. So that good. That would be my next one just because it's quick. Um, I haven't gotten to play Oxen Free 2 yet. Uh, I want to play Octopath Traveler 2. Um, there's the Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Um, there's Deliver Us Mars, uh, which is the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon, which we got a review code for um, when I believe when that um, not when that came out. I think it was a little bit after. I think if I'm not mistaken, but we did get a code for that. Um, there's this other game. I feel like we've talked about it. <clears throat> I can't remember. I think it's coming. Yeah, it did come. It's called a uh, have a nice death. I can't remember if Pat has played that. Um, I have not, but that's like the roguelike. Uh, I believe it came out in early access. Yeah. Like, did I, it fully come out? I don't remember. I, I'm looking at it now. It says it had an initial release date of March 8th of 2022, but I think that was the early access date. Um, um, but yeah, that one's like you're a rogue. It's a roguelike where you're playing as death, the CEO of death incorporated. And you have just like a bunch of paperwork and shit. You have to do. We have to go like collect souls and and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of gets me kind of like transitioning into games that aren't from this year that are like still on my backlog. Like God of War Ragnarok, I haven't even touched yet. Um, I know Pat played Tunic from last year, and oh my god, really high on Tunic. Um, and then one that we've talked about having to continue, and we have not even come close to continuing the series, but. Mass Effect games because I did the first one, yeah. Mass Effect two and three, um, or two, and then um, Andromeda, I believe is the order. But yeah, I mean, there's there. I do God, have your backlog is so daunting right now. You have such <laughs> big games. The the backlog is daunting, but it's not as bad as it was when this year started, which I guess is a good thing. Um, but like, yeah, there there the 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 concern is like the God of War Ragnarok and like the Mass Effect, the games that are very long. 
is like the concern right now. I had a couple on here that, um, and I guess like Octopath Traveler 2 is a pretty long game as well. Um, there was one on here that I've, I've kept on like my, like I had like a notes on my phone of like the wish list of games I wanted to play and I've been updating it as I've been playing. And the last case of Benedict Fox is on here and it's disappointing. I know you played it. I know you said it wasn't very good. I do no. want to give it a try, but it's kind of disappointing that it didn't really hit, hit home with you because I do take your opinion like kind of like very seriously. If a game is, because you give like a lot of like. It uh, had such an interesting idea and like, <laughs> so, like I you feel like it's such a. Like yeah, so, it's if such it's my alley, hit. but like the gameplay kind of, <laughs> the way they did their jump is just super annoying. Yeah, like you're I not like, jumping; you have to jump and like grab on to something. Uh, and it's if something's like if you're jumping and something's slightly out of reach for you to grab and like pull like, yourself, you it's not going to work. And in a platformer, uh, like you know, action platformer, it's it's just <clears throat> kind of needed to be more needs to be tighter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's something that I do want to try still, um, but I'm kind of going into it with a kind of a sour taste in my mouth um, already. But yeah, that's that's kind of everything that's on my backlog, and it's tough because I'm at I'm it's it's tough just because there are some long games on there, games that are not from this year, like Ragnarok and like Mass Effect and Tunic, just keep getting pushed further and further into the backlog because there's not an urgency to play those games. Especially this year when there's been so much. Right. Like games like Cocoon. Like I want to play Cocoon. Like I yeah, play Cocoon. I think, I I think that's what you should Traveler. I want to play Oxen Free. So at least there's at least you should in there. Like, like I, I don't I don't necessarily feel like I need to roll credits on Octopath or roll credits on Oxen Free, even though they're both like narrative driven and story based. Um, but just enough to like when we get to start talking about the Tuggies, I have something that like I can give like definitive opinion on and not just rely on minimal gameplay. Um, so that's kind of like the focus right now is like, can I get through the cocoon quick play? That's easy. I can do that in an afternoon. Just sit down, play it, power through it. Yeah. So. Even oxen free too. Uh, it's like six hours and it's, it's <clears> on your phone. Like you can play right, it through Netflix. Downtown. Right. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 part of your subscription, so you're not paying for it. And you play it on your phone, right. and it works surprisingly well on your phone as long as you have a semi-modern phone. So, um, right. I highly recommend that. Um, I would prioritize Cocoon and then Oxenfree, and then uh, you you beat Jedi Survivor already, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say Alan Wake too. After that, honestly, because it's so fucking yeah. good. And especially you who enjoyed control so much, this is going to knock your socks off. And it's kind of like a tough thing, right? Just because of what control is going to be when control two comes out. I just need to play Alan Wake to understand mm -hmm. what the hell's going on. So I know they'll link the universe or the universe is already linked or kind of whatever. So, so yeah, I mean, the backlog is pretty daunting. Luckily, most of it is just what's come out this year. So it's doable. It's not easy, but it's doable. Is soccer died down for you? Soccer is completely done now. Okay. I have so much free time. There you yeah. go. You Season's get over. a lot of free time. I have like a month of the rest of the year where I have nothing going on coaching wise. So. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to focus <laughs> and devote, like, you know, give up sleep to play some of these games to get past it. Uh, right. I definitely. 
I want to round out my indies this year because I feel like I have Cocoon on there. I have Oxenfree, uh, but I don't have a lot else. So I want to do yeah. Chance of Sonara. I do. I do want to do Venba, um, and then maybe try to see what else has come out. And you know, uh, I guess. Uh, fuck, what was that game? Viewfinder. I, I think would be definitely up there. Um, but yeah, I, I want to do that, and then I want to round out like some of these other things that I know will be in conversation for multiple categories in the Tuggies, like Spider-Man. Uh, well, maybe not Spider-Man for us, but uh, Mario Wonder and Sea of Stars. And I do really want to get to the Cyberpunk DLC, but honestly, that's at the bottom of that that list just because I've spent so much time with Cyberpunk already uh, in 2020 that it's it's hard to... I don't want to restart because I I think you have to get to a certain level to even get to the DLC. Um, and I have like a, a V that I really like. Uh, and if I go back in now, I think I can like reallocate stats and like, you know, change that up. So I think it'll be good to just start like from where I am. Uh, I, I don't know how chance oh, I'll have to le- relearn it, but like, yeah, I know you started from the if, beginning. If I were you, like- I would start from the beginning. I, I just I know I'm not going to get to the end if I do that. Anytime Seriously? Soon. Anytime soon. I feel soon. like it, it, you know, a lot of the game has changed. Um, I mean, I guess do whatever you want to do, but um, I, I think there is an option to. Um, well, first of all, I'm trying to real. I'm trying to remember if it will allow you to like if it automatically resets your attributes if you're in the plane continuing. Um, I don't remember. Sure I mean, I would, like I would, new, it would make sense because they revamped all the perks. All that, yeah. I know they do allow you to like relocate all your attributes like once. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can um, do that. But I mean, I would hope that you would restart. But I mean, the game has, you know, changed a lot with like the perks and, you know, adding vehicle combat and like some vehicle things to it. Um, the trees add different styles of gameplay. Um and especially when you get like the, you know, the relic tree um, and, uh, you know, they're coming with another update that will further add more stuff like you just mentioned. Um, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised Chance didn't have Dead Island on his list of backlog. At one point I did have Dead Island, um, but then I saw a lot of reviews on it and I was like, nope. <laughs> Plus, I think there were some other games that um, were coming out. And uh, yeah, I, just I think I had downloaded uh, Payday Three at one point because it was on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh yeah, we can all play this. And then I saw reviews, and I'm like, uninstall. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to deal with that. So, but yeah, it is it is going to be a, a daunting catch up season uh, with all of this stuff, but it is doable, and I think. Zach, you should definitely prioritize some of the ones I said, and then, yeah, feel free to come over and play Alan Wake too, and you can stream it and you can play it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think I think for all of our lists, it's definitely doable. Um, it's just you know committing the time and and stuff like that. So, and and for Tuggies and stuff like that, we give us a little bit into the new year, like a couple of weeks into the new year, to get through those. So. We do have time. We do have time to get through them. 
So it's already December though. It's it feels like December, it was just yeah. feel just like August. it was just New Year's for 2023. So this 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 year's gone by quick. Yeah. It's been a great year though, just kind of looking at all the games. And when you see the list of the games that have come out. Um, Honestly, yeah, one of the best years, I think, for games. So Yeah, I think we're kind of in the era where all these games were kind of pushed back because of COVID. So like we're getting like extra mm-hmm. games coming out in 2023, 2024. Um, so yeah, I think next year will be similar where there's gonna be a lot of big games coming out or like a lot of big games coming out close to one to one another. That I mean if like, we you know, do if we do get GTA, Hellblade, Avowed, Stalker 2, and like, you know, stuff we don't even know about at this point. If we get all of those plus other shit, like it's it's gonna be it's going to be a great year too. It's just going to continue to add to the backlog. So try and chip away at this as much as you can, people. So, G- so GTA Six has has been announced, right? It's been announced. Yes, it's been it's announced. Its first official trailer Tuesday. Okay, and so everyone's thinking it's coming out next year. Well, it may come out next year. They may show us a date on Tuesday, or they may not. I don't know. I but don't think like, they would, but okay. I was just kind of wondering. I've been, this whole time we've been doing the um, the um, this podcast. I've been doing some fantasy draft research. Oh yeah, we can officially list. start draft for next year after the game awards. So I don't know when you guys want to do that, but that's something to keep looking up for on the horizon. But yeah, I'm I'm sure if Rick was here mm-hmm. talking about his backlog, he'd be talking about Baldur's Gate and probably about, some um, other games. Power Watch Simulator. He's still on that, yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a crossover? They then had a recent crossover. They had one with like uh Rise of the Tomb Raider or like Tomb Raider or something. I think you can watch the the main like Lara Croft's mansion or something. Um but uh yeah, Zach, take us take us home. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, Are we doing subpar subtitles? I mean, if we do subtitles, nothing. Nothing happens. Okay, so, so, so here's so here's the thing, right? Back to the Future. They they cross over Back to the Future recently. The only way I catch Rick is if I get an all real or all fake twice correct in the next three weeks and then win one other one and it's so unlikely i think i think you should give me a chance to just get like 13 points on like a very difficult gaming trivia thingamabob if you want to do a lightning round at the end of the year where everybody can score multiple points in a buzzer based situation i am down for that if you give me if you give me like a video game 10 question, not even a 20 question to get to a video game and I can get it, you just give me the dub. <laughs> we'll we'll discuss all of this later. Uh when Rick's here, I feel like he needs to have a say in, in this because he's the leader. You know, I'm just saying that I never got that kind of luxury when I was in the lead and or competing when I was gone. Like no the scores have not changed in any of the episodes. Where somebody has been absent this entire year. You got lucky. <laughs> you were still trying. 
But anyway, yeah, so no subpar subtitles this week. Um, Rick is kind of far and away clear the winner this year, unless something miraculous were to change. Um, but thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns. You have a video game backlog yourself that you're trying to work through. Let us know at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. We're on Twitter at TugPod, on Instagram at TUG underscore POD. Same thing on threads. We're on Reddit at r slash TugPod and on Facebook at the Entitled Gaming Podcast. If you're watching us here on Twitch right now, then you already know where you're at. But tell your friends to follow us. We'd love to get to affiliate status um, at twitch.tv slash TugPod. And since we're getting closer to the end of the year and getting closer to Tuggies, our socials will be blowing up with a lot of the polls and the Google Sheets, and like all that kind of stuff, or the Google Docs, excuse me, for for you guys to get involved voting. in voting for the Tuggies. Um, so make sure you keep track on that. Turn on the notifications to, so you see when we're tweeting that kind of stuff. And then we also ask that you subscribe and leave us reviews. Five-star reviews for us. One-star review for every other podcast. I hate, I hate that Chance is doing this like right now. You were awake Chance, earlier. Can you double check which mic your audio is coming from? Because it sounds like it's coming, coming from your from headset. My headphone. It's coming through my headset. Well, don't you have an actual mic? Because that sounds muffled. My headset sounds muffled? <clears throat> yeah, it's not as good quality as this for a podcast. When you were focusing on the voice. <laughs> well, I was talking through my headset, or through my mic, and it doesn't, didn't sound good. Like it's fine for like chatting like on game chat because you want to pay attention to the game audio, but for this, it's not great. Are you gonna change it, or are you just saying fuck it? it. Okay. (laughs) Well, you didn't say anything, so how am I supposed to know? I didn't say I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) God damn! (laughs) So fucking antagonistic over here.